Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I try to live my life, live my life every day. Keep out of strife. Come what may I try to do unto others as I'd have them do to me. But it can't be done for everyone and now it's plain to see. You are a cunt, 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 cunt If that's speaking cunt Say it in true when they tell you You motherfucking cunt You are a cunt, 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 cunt Motherfucking cunt Everybody knows from yet it owes you Say that speaking cunt I try to be real nice Say it twice, be real nice Even though it is hard To keep up this facade And now I see Travis Kelsey love story. Yeah. I believe it is 100% fake. Oh. I truly believe it is publicity to the Swifties are going to be after you. Come for me, Swifties. Swifties You know what? I have UFC fans coming for me. I think I can handle the Swifties. (laughs) This is true. Yeah. I, which no, I think there's going to be Swifties who don't believe she's too good for Travis Kelsey. Uh, That's true too. Yeah. Whatever side you fall on. Yeah. I believe it is 100%. Let me talk to you. Yeah, it's cunt, and we're back. Yes, Uh, another fun, exciting episode of the Conspiracy Underground. So uh, sit back, buckle up your seatbelts, and put your seat tray in the upright position because we're about to take off on another fun adventure. Um, I think next week we're going to be shooting for uh, a paranormal uh, type of uh, show for the new show, and uh, I think it'll be fun. So if you have any paranormal stuff clips whatever send them in send them to me and ryan and uh we'll see if we can hopefully get get them on on uh, on the show and thank you all for always contributing uh couldn't do it without you guys wow uh i don't even know what to say um but thank you um if you want the whole episode without any interruptions uh and the video go over to patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast everything else is plugged at the end of the show you know, you know what to do. Like, share, subscribe, follow on TikTok. Um, 
starting to gain some traction over there. So uh, maybe we'll uh, start doing some lives or something here in the near future. So, yeah, sit back and enjoy these two uh, clowns as we deconstruct the news in, in, in the conspiracy mindset kind of way. And we will see you next Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team and the tag team champion of the podcast world. I'm the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost, and with me as always is the radical one, the right lip, Ryan Dean. How are you? Man, I'm tired today, but uh, you know, had a fun had a fun weekend, so it's always nice to end on a on a high note with these fun uh cunt shows. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What about you, man? Uh kind of same. Didn't really do much anything. Kind of stayed home all weekend. Uh watched uh watched a really nice uh 30 30 for 30 on Ric Flair. Um, you know, one of the greatest oh, cool. wrestlers that changed the game. I mean, you either loved him or hated him, but you loved him because he was so good at being bad. You know what I mean? But it it, it was a good uh it was a good uh, little documentary and was watching uh started watching the movies that changed us. Uh kind of like how the, the the toys or the games that changed us uh documentary series on uh, Netflix. So that was pretty good. It started off with uh um Friday the thirteenth and then the second episode was Nightmare on Elm Street. So it was pretty pretty entertaining. I liked it. Are they all horror movies? Uh so far they are. Yeah, I like that. That's my favorite genre, so like yeah. that makes sense. Uh there, there's the most that you can do with those and those I think horror movies like honestly influence society more you know like you get like scared of certain things and I don't know you can just do so much with horror movies comedies aren't really like influencing generations I don't think you know action movies aren't either so I don't know I feel like horror movies are the most artsy like thought out yeah yeah and it's crazy because they kind of even dive into how they almost didn't get made and, and like how much of oh, cool. on a whim that they flew by the seat of their pants just trying to make the movie and then it, it turns out to be this big blockbuster hit i remember being a kid and man when nightmare on elm street kind of came out i w- i was scared like it, it freaked me the yeah. fuck out yeah you're like afraid to go to sleep you know what i mean it's like that's such a it's such a dark idea to to put that out mm-hmm. and then you know as a kid seeing that you're like what the hell like you know as a kid i was kind of afraid to go to sleep on my own anyway you know right like, it was just one of those things like as as a young kid i think a lot of kids are and then uh you know throwing that on top of it just completely ruins you well it's because when we're kids we see dead people yeah i don't know what it is man like you just you believe in all that shit you oh know? hell yeah you believe that that there's monsters and things like that so you know and then you get to a certain point you realize that the monsters are people just like scooby-doo tells us yeah you know? they just remove the mask and you're like oh shit it was mr so-and-so from down the street yeah it would have gotten away with it too yeah but it wasn't for those meddling kids i think is how it went I think he says the meddling kids and that fucking dog yeah i'm pretty sure they say <laughs> yeah heavy on the f word heavy on the fuck <laughs> dude i i'm hurting right now in more ways than one man I, I watched ufc last night first of all i'll give you like a quick rundown on my weekend without spending too much time there okay we played uh kim and i played dance dance no what is it it's uh it's like dance dance revolution but it's for the Wii, right mm-hmm. and by the way she's saying that she's all good at this game we played three songs beat her in every fucking one of these things i was busting a move dude 
Um, busting moves so much that my calves, this is two days later, my calves are junk. <laughs> they, like, I'm walking around like I spent my whole weekend just getting fucked in the ass or something. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm walking like bad. It, it hurts to walk. <laughs> and then, so on top of that, watching UFC last night, I drank quite a bit because uh, I had a real heartbreaker. I told you about my Super Bowl bet, 19 uh, 16 San Francisco would have happened if they just played a shred of defense. Yes, and I have something to I, add on that. So don't let me forget yeah. to, co- to come back to that. Okay. But yeah, man, uh, last night, you know, uh, Volkanovsky fighting Ilya Teporia. Uh, Ilya Teporia, really, really talented Spanish fighter, uh, slight underdog in this, but I knew he was going to win, and I, I knew the TKO or KO in round two was going to happen. I just had this feeling. And um, put like 17 18 something like that that's like my number i like to do right around that area uh on the third minute of the second round and it happens in the fourth minute of the second round oh so again would have gotten about 550 dollars off of this bet if it cashed and uh it was about 30 seconds from cashing so damn just after that i was just sad i wasn't even angry um, just sad, like two two big huge events in a row, and making bets like that that are just like so close to hitting. And then you know you might as well miss it by a thousand points or a thousand seconds or whatever if you don't hit it. You know it's the same. You don't get any mm-hmm. money for being close, but just a, a real stinker. So you you know yeah had to deal with it. Hey, you win some, you lose some. Because I I know there's times you come on here and you're like you know and and you're not making millions doing it, but but for for an average Joe like you and I, you're like man, I had a great fucking weekend. You know, I came out, I I won like three, four, maybe I think the highest you won was close to what five or six hundred that I know of. And you know, I've had a thousand dollar night before. Yeah, so it's but. so it's you know they all they all weigh out, but it it does suck to take that that L so hard. You know what I mean and. Maybe that's why your calves hurt a little extra. You took that L in the ass a little, little, little rougher than you'd like. It, yeah, it sucks, man. Just having two, like I said, two big events where I mean, I should be up a thousand dollars off those two bets. I mean, they were so close, but close doesn't count in anything except for what is it, horseshoes and hand grenades. So. Mm-hmm. Very true. All good, man. You don't have to be very. I've got close some with great it. stories to get in. Oh, good. Some good. great stories to, to run through, though. But you said you had something on the uh, the score, the Super Bowl. So I kind of remember. The whole three thing. Remember that text on the threes? Oh, yeah. It had to do something with 33 came up. I think it was like 33 seconds. It had something to do with the end of the game. And I I, I don't know. When I remembered it, it was when I was listening to uh, the episode of No Agenda the Thursday after. And he, he was all about like, oh, the thir- 33 threes and all these threes and threes. I'm like, yeah, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> so there was some substance there. It's just it was it was a little blurred at that point. That's funny, man. Yeah, I uh, do not remember that, but uh, pretty good stuff, though. But did oh, yeah. you get any, anything fun going on this weekend? Um, Not not really. Uh, we had a little. Not really. No, it was, it was just a nice, quiet, relaxing, you know, weekend. Uh, Friday, I I went on the Iowa Talk Guys podcast. Uh, three three dudes, pretty cool guys, man. Um, I believe, um, well, they're in. The, are have they been on um, Matt's show, the Monday Night Master Debaters? 
I mean, he's had so many damn people on that show, man. I can't remember. Um, it doesn't sound familiar to me, though. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're cool guys. Cool. Um, uh, one One's a Marine vet. Uh, we just got into a whole bunch of different shit. And, you know, it was a fun conversation. And, you know, so go get, you know, they're, they're a newer podcast. You know, go out, you know, show them some love. You know, see if you like their show and what have you. But, yeah, it was a fun time. And then uh, listen to some music and... and you know, watch some of the old YouTube on Friday. And then yesterday, kind of, you know, like I said, watch 30 for 30 and watch some documentaries and, you know, just kind of chilled looking, looking forward to making some finishing my spaghetti today. So. Ooh, spaghetti. Dude, I swear every time we start this, man, my nose starts tickling. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Cause remember how I said, like when, yeah. when I was watching us live, I'm like, dude, I touch my nose a lot. And I like, it's not even something that is like subconscious or whatever. It actually like, tickles like it feels like there's hair on it or something it's annoying man mm-hmm. i don't know what's going on there but uh yeah dude got a lot, a lot of good stuff sent to me i'm gonna have to check out the iowa guys that's pretty cool random yeah. name right yeah yeah um but yeah man it seemed like uh seemed like cool guys if you I, like them I'm sure that they're all right yeah they uh, um they uh they did I, comment on that oh. girl from uh was it the is it the hawkeyes women's basketball team she she broke the record for scoring all the, all those. Did you see see any of that? Wow. Yeah, I forget her name because I thought they were making fun of her at first. Um, being like a Did Britney you say hot guys, Iowa talk T A L K. Oh, okay. I thought you said something about hot guys. I was like, whoa. No, I said uh, the the Hawkeyes, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Got it. There you go. Um, but this okay. this girl came out and broke the the school record. I mean, she's she's phenomenal. Like I saw some of the highlights of her just, I mean, shooting threes from almost like half court. Like it, it was crazy. Like this girl's like on fire. Crazy. And then yeah, I, you know what's funny, man? Like women's sports get such a bad like stigma or reputation or whatever you want to say. I'm not a fan of it. But I'm not one of these people that talks shit about it. Like the the WNBA is one thing because they've been very vocal that they think that they should get paid as much as the men, which is just not. I mean, it, in that case, I'm all for like equal pay, but e- they actually get paid more than they're worth because mm-hmm. no one cares about these. No one buys the jerseys. I've never seen anyone wearing like a who's even that popular uh, the the Joanna man Brittany Griner. Uh, yeah, whatever that thing. I haven't seen anyone with those jerseys. No. You know what I mean? And you'll see you, you, every time you go to the store, you will see a football jersey on a dude, a basketball jersey. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're they're not putting asses in seats. You can look at the stadiums even, and they're empty. Yeah. You know, uh, no one really cares about this stuff. So, even the women that funny, are supposed like, to support them don't even fucking care. Well, because women don't really like sports that much. Uh-uh. Man. Sports no. is mostly a man thing. Now, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of women that do enjoy sports, but it's just funny. But like, even in like the women's MMA, people talk shit about these girl fighters, and a lot of them are bad. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I always say, if I had a daughter, I would just teach her how to fight mean. And if you just fight these girls mean, you you would win. Right? I mean, it's like a bunch of pitter patter bullshit that they throw. But um, yeah, man, it's it's funny how people talk shit. It's just funny how like as soon as someone brings up women's sports, you think that they're making fun of them, right? And that's like what I would think too. It's it's funny you say it, you know if you had a daughter. I I do have a daughter. She's actually going to be twenty one this this summer. Uh, so shout out to 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 my daughter. But going back to when she was like ten or eleven, I wanted we have uh, a mixed martial art um, training facility uh, in the town next to us. Um, Tim Botch uh, runs it. 
and a couple of my high school uh, guys I went to, to school with, you know, were wrestlers and, and fighters and what have you, and were doing that. Well, I wanted to enroll her. And her mom was like, she's not learning these street fighting fight techniques. And I'm like, it's not street fighting. It's mixed martial arts. It's just a a way for her to be able to defend herself. No, no. She threw a fucking fit about it. And I was just like, all right, whatever. You win. Um, (laughs) I'll teach her myself, I guess. You know what I mean? So what a weird fucking way to approach it. Not to talk shit about your, you know, your, your, your uh, ex daughter's mother or anything. Yeah. Ex. Not to not to say anything negative about that, but what a fucking weird way to think. Like, I don't uh-huh. want her to know how to defend herself. Like, right. what? Yeah, it was crazy. I, that's weird. I, yeah, I man, could wild. not wrap my head around that one because it's like, a she's a girl, so she you know if a guy comes up to her, she's already and and guys are naturally stronger. They they can overpower most women. You know what I mean? And my daughter's not a she's not a she's not she hulk you know what i mean like she's, <laughs> she needs some technique Lesnar's daughter you seen that fucking chick dude? holy shit Jeez. dude she's breaking records too yeah well yeah she looks like brock lesnar in a wig man i feel bad for how she looks yeah yeah you, oh. imagine being on top of that and, and like she even has the same voice that the kind of high-pitched voice that he has and like yeah. she has the blonde hair and she'll pull it back in like braids and be, and be like oh fuck i just lost my appetite yeah, not into it, man. That's Ugh. rough. Um, have you? Did you hear about this Nigerian banker? Mm-hmm. You did. Went down. I wanted a, to lead with that. I don't know if you, you yeah, have any clips. I but. don't have any clips, but if you do, let's yeah, let's lead with it because to me, it kind of sounded like murder. Yeah, I'll play it. I got it queued up here. Uh, let me know whenever you're ready. Oh, uh, I got to share your screen. Yeah, I, I was just making sure that you're good to go. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can, can share. Yeah, yeah, we can go. Yeah, oh, my bad. <laughs> no, I know. Well, I, not your bad. I always fucking forget to share, so you're right to a question. But, yeah, man, check this out. For those that don't know, really interesting story. Quite a few people sent this to me, too, by the way. Okay. Um, I think the one that I'm using here was sent to me by Victoria, but I think Matthew sent some. Um, Tyson might have. I think Diane also did, too. The usual suspects. And I've got some really cool uh, videos from Tyson, too, but we should kind of go back and forth here a little bit so I don't take up the uh, the entire beginning of the show. No, you're fine, because I only have, like, maybe seven clips total. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, check this out. Very interesting, suspicious kind of thing. Kind of uh, gives you – it makes you think about Kobe Bryant and maybe, like, why his helicopter crashed. Was he mm-hmm. up to something? Um, we, we have kind of, you know, theorized, and, and there's been some people that have brought these cases forward or these theories forward. But this is very interesting, so check this out. So this video is for entertainment purposes only, so they won't try and take it down. And I'm going to let you guys read some of this stuff without me seeing it, so you know. But anyways, this guy right here, Herbert Wigwe from Nigeria. Him, his wife, his kids, six others, the pilots, all died in a plane crash. He was on his way to the Super Bowl to enjoy the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And this is the second attempt, not the first attempt, the second attempt that they tried to do this. And take a look. A little background story on him is him and his business partner bought a bank in Nigeria. And it was the 65th smallest bank in Nigeria out of 89 banks. So they was, you know, very, very small at near the bottom of the barrel. They grew that bank in 2024 to the fourth 
largest bank in Nigeria in the continent of Africa. And he was on his track on the way on track to make this bank global, just as big as Bank of America Chase, these type banks that we have over here in the United States. This bank was valued at $30 billion, and he also was a billionaire. This definitely was a problem for the white elites and our power structure. The helicopter identified by the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration crashed near the border between California and Nevada. The New York Times reported today the FAA and the U.S. Transportation Safety Agency are investigating the crash. The crash occurred about 60 miles from Las Vegas. One of the people close to the wig routine confirmed that he was expected to attend this weekend Super Bowl American football event, which is taking place in Las Vegas on Sunday. So this is wild because I was already doing my research like what really happened? How did this plane crash? Same thing when Kobe plane crashed. It don't get you to thinking like how can someone have a 2023, 2024, whatever year we in, newest jet, newest plane, brand new engine, spotless clean. You know, it's gassed up like these isn't no poor people. They billionaires out. They got the best of the best. They planes and this stuff should be equipped with things and with things and technology to let me know exactly what type of weather going to be, what this going to be like, what that's going to be like, the fog and all. It's going to let me know if it's safe to travel with my plane in the conditions of the of the uh, weather. It's going to let me know, you know, if I'm low on gas, this and third, like this stuff. They got the best of the best. These things shouldn't just be crashing out of the blue unless somebody is tampering with them before they takes off. And it's a plan. This guy was on the way to make some big, big moves. You see how fast and quick he was moving. He went from the smallest bank to the largest bank, almost number one. He was at four in a short period of time. So not too much longer, he was going to be at number one. And the thing is, for the ones that don't believe in these allegations and think stuff is a conspiracy, you remember Cash App? You got Cash App, don't you? You think you still you think it's still being controlled by the founder? No, it's being controlled by <laughs> them now. Cash out founder Bob Lee was the death in the heart and lung in a fatal attack. You remember when this happened? They wanted full control over Cash Out. See, Cash Out, people was, you know, making side hustles, money on the side, and no taxes was being uh disclosed or put out for people to pay taxes on it. That's why after he got Unalived. Now, Cash App, if you do transactions over $600, they will report it to the IRS where you will be taxed on it. That didn't happen until after he was out of here. That's why I always tell people they send me something on Cash App, make sure they send them in increments of 200, 200. So, yeah, he kind of rambles on after that, but I mean, pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, he, he does, you know, credit to him for, you know, recording and, and all this stuff, but he doesn't, uh, you know, he says he says just a little bit of shit in a long amount of time. So, right. Um, what what do you think about that, though, man? Well, and I, and I'm only going to comment on this because I have listened to uh, another podcast that actually one of the hosts has uh, background in flying, um, which is no agenda. It's 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 no secret. I listen to no agenda, but Adam Curry. Um, he was talking, he had some knowledge on this helicopter. He's, I think he has flown this helicopter, 
Um, and my takeaway from what, how he broke it down is you have to think of like air, any, and it makes sense, any aircraft out there, whether it's helicopters, propeller planes, jets, you got to think of them like cars. You're going to have your high-end cars with all the bells and whistles, and you're going to have your low-end cars with not all the bells and whistles. This this helicopter wasn't a super high-end helicopter. It, it didn't have the the black box, the you know, you basic shit. And from they have all have to have black boxes. Sorry, not that I know of. Uh, I thought that was like required. I thought it was too. Um, but maybe helicopters are a different different breed. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> when it cut built different. Yeah, they're they're built different compared to like an airplane, which you know can fly higher and longer distances. Sure. You know what I mean? So, um, but from what I gather, it was a five seater, and there were six people on board. So that puts it over. I feel like there was more than six people. Or se- yeah, six or seven. Like the, it was overweight and weight and it, counterbalance takes in a lot of effect. Also, like if you want to get into the non-conspiracy side of it, it's why your baggage is weighed um, at, at the airport. You know, so they know where to sit you in the plane when it's full, and you know, compared to you know, and compensate for when the fuel is less and the weight's still you know there for the the passengers and what have you. But it also has a, a little Qaddafi feel to it. You know what I mean? Like, here's a Nigerian banker. He's he's up and coming. You know, what was he really into and what was he going to do for Nigeria? And now the the C1A wants to, to, you know, take him out. Can't do that. Just like the, you know, Qaddafi. You know, he he was the, the true story behind him. And he, he, want, he was a great leader for his people. And, you know, we covered it on here. And well, we came, we saw he died. Ha ha ha. Okay, Killary, thank you. You know, so I don't know. It's 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 crazy stuff, and it, it shouldn't surprise us, but it kind of do- well, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Because when we hear it, we're just like, oh, okay, <laughs> the elite did it again, right? That you know, got to have control. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It's I didn't. I didn't know about said. the Cash App dude. That that was actually news. Oh, you never heard about that? No, I did not. Yeah, man, that was a really weird story when that happened, too. I want to say it was last year, maybe two years ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, now you can do your taxes on Cash App. You know, it's a total establishment thing. They've kept the fees, I think, the same. Um, so it's still, in my opinion, it's the easiest, best way to, to send money to and from, you know, friends or whatever. But, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it, it seems like when these guys, and he was murdered, so there's mm-hmm. definitely some kind of conspiracy there whether it's elites or whether it was just some jealous asshole that's you know where the the, the um speculation comes in but i mean someone definitely conspired to kill him uh, um provable so yeah just weird man but uh what do you got um i don't know where do you want to where do we want to go with where this do we want to go um we're gonna we'll just start with this because this kind of breaks down what we've kind of been saying the whole time on the show, right? Sure. I love it. Have you heard the latest news? Our representatives just passed a $90 trillion bill to send to Ukraine and our greatest ally, Israel. You still voting? You still have faith in the system? 
What have I told you? What have I been telling you for years? There's no difference between the two. To get online or argue amongst your friends that there's any difference between the two is insanity. I want to know how is it that an ordinary person can go to Congress and leave six years later a multimillionaire? How is that? Voting is pointless. Supporting writing letters is pointless. The only thing we have left is an appeal to heaven. Hmm. I like that kind of content. That's interesting. It almost seems like he's, uh, you know, just talking to a single person. You know what I mean? Yeah. While he's sitting there doing work. Yeah, maybe maybe you want to just kind of clean something, but you know he may, he makes a lot of sense with that. Um, we say it all the time. You know, you and I were both big Trump supporters, big big you know heavy right wing. You know, if right right or die, right? Um, not so much anymore. You know, we we both have grown, especially me. I mean, I I was way down the Q hole compared to you, so like I had a lot of growing to do, um, but. You know, most improved. Yeah. You're the most improved. Oh wow, mom! I got a ribbon. I got most improved in class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. He's, and all that that means for like when because I've gotten those awards as a yeah. kid too. It just means that you were so stupid at the beginning of the year. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's literally what happened to me, man. But, well, he came in uh, dumb as a rock, and now he knows his alphabet. <laughs> yeah. Now he can color inside the lines. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, it, what what is kind of concerning to me is it seems like it's only people on the right or right leaning I should say that are saying voting's pointless. Liberals still love to vote, and liberals like hearing that. Mm-hmm. And liberals love the mail-in vote. Of course they do. Yeah, I mean I don't know. It, it's uh, it, I think that it is kind of an interesting thing that it's only people on the the right, and you'd think it'd be opposite. You know, the the more anti-establishment party would tell you voting's pointless but mm-hmm. they've just flipped man it seems like conservatives are more uh more liberal now and liberals are more uh like authoritarian yeah yeah but at the end of the day one's gonna strong arm you um and, and rot come up and tell you hey i'm robbing you and the other one's gonna help you look for your wallet as they stole it yeah. out of your back pocket <laughs> you know? yeah and i and I, I gotta thank sean chris for that for that like little analogy he he came he was me and him were talking yesterday about uh, trying to figure out some audio issues with with all this shit that we have going here, but with, with your stuff, mine, his, you know, like why certain uh, clips and sounds don't play. Uh, it, it's just kind of like behind the scenes talk, but like you know, sometimes when I okay. you hit one of the sound buttons and you can't you can't hear it. We well, we've narrowed it down to there's AI running in in these streaming platforms that the reason why you can't hear it is it's copywritten and they 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 chop it up but if it's not copywritten you hear it perfectly fine and that took us probably a good yeah. hour to figure out <laughs> just fucking around yeah, well, you know like pulling up shit and i don't know anyway weird crazy crazy um okay so we can go we can go a different kind of way with this this is something that we have um we've also talked about this before but the way that this guy breaks this down is really good i think um going back to the 13 months in a year so check this shit out sent by tyson 
Nice. He sent a lot of great clips. Yes, I just got through some of his, his stuff today. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, here, check this shit out. How many the year? How many months are there in a year? Twelve. Exactly. How many weeks are there in a year? Fifty-two. Good. However, twelve months? Well, twelve times four is forty-eight. And fifty-two minus four is forty-eight. Doesn't take a genius to work out. We've got four extra weeks. And what do four weeks make? A month. There are actually 13 months in a year. We are being paid for 12 months work, and we are doing 13 months work a year. It's outrageous. Oh, wait, bro. If this is true, they owe us some money. Somebody, somebody needs to go to their they, they, they boss the boss and say, hey, man, hey, boy, I've been... I've been being paid 12 months, but I'm working 13, man. I need some bread, bro. So if you really think about it, if it's really true, that means all of us are really younger than what we really are. Must. <laughs> what do you think of that? I I like it because uh, Ethiopia is still on that, that style of calendar. Yeah, they do a bunch of shit weird over there. When I say weird, it's just different than us. Like September 11th is like their January 1st, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of like strange stuff like that because like I think right now, and I'm just taking a stab in the dark. It should probably be right around like twenty, maybe twenty seventeen, twenty fifteen, compared to where we we are. I I don't know the exact number. I just know when I forget seeing those like on the street interviews and every every now and again you come across the the. Ethiopian calendar type of stuff and they'll be like yeah it's it's 2012 and we're already like seven years past that and you know and when I say 2012 oh, it's the end of the world as we know it yeah I'm trying to see Ethiopian calendar there's a website called ethcalendar.com um it's got 30 days for February. It's got March, April, May, June, July, August, Pagum. Mm. Pagum, that's the extra month. September, October, November, December. So, yeah, this Pagum, that's weird. Yeah. Now it's not there. Oh, okay, no, it is there. Okay. So, Pagum, or Pagum, I don't know how you would pronounce it. It's only, I can actually show you here. It's only a couple days, uh, but it is, in fact, a 13th month, if you want to call it that. But it looks like it's only five days. Hmm. So, See why? That? Hang on. Let me transition here. So, yeah, that is weird. You'd think they just do, like, every month 28 days. Yeah, I mean, and that's it's strange that February has more, more days than uh, than it does. You know, twenty eight or twenty nine. I think we have twenty nine this year, mm-hmm. but it's got thirty. That's August, obviously. But yeah, this pagum or pagume, whatever the hell, only five days. And I don't know. I'm not sure what this means. The little number underneath it. Your guess um, is as good as mine. Yeah, moving Ethiopian Orthodox fasting dates are religious events that are also indicated in the calendar. Um, 
Okay, so look, here's some key differences. Should we go through these? Yeah. Because this stuff's interesting to me, man. I don't I don't understand what the purpose of it would be, other than maybe just to keep us like kind of confused. Um, not in tune with with the moon or whatever the fuck, you know. But um okay, so here's some key points. Obviously the thirteen months, the first twelve Ethiopian calendar months have thirty days each. Only the thirteenth month has five or six days. Um the thirteenth month is called Pagium, uh, Aramaic, Amharic. I don't know what that is. Uh, when an Ethiopian year is not a leap year, the 13th month will have five days. Only, uh, I'm sorry, once every four years, the Ethiopian calendar will have a leap year. Um, hence the 13th month, and that'll have six days in the year. Um, that probably should say month, not year. Huh. Well, my thing is, is know, if, if there's 13, 13 months, you shouldn't have to have a leap year. Right. That's the thing. I mean, that's why I, I don't get it. It seems like this is probably still not the the way that it's supposed to be. But, right. Um, and so it's not September 11th. It's September 1st that it starts. Okay. So that's good to know. But, uh, yeah, the exact date of an Ethiopian New Year can shift by one day, depending on whether it's ending the the depending on whether the ending year is an Ethiopian leap year or not, when the ending year is not an Ethiopian leap year, it will start on September 11th. That's interesting. So, and that e- makes no fucking sense. No, I I will say Ethiopia is home to the Coptic Christians, which are basically the original Jews that fled and went down to Ethiopia, and to look at them and the Coptic, they, they follow it more traditionally and more factually uh, compared to like a, a Christian Catholic or whatever. And they're not white. Right. So this is kind of interesting here too. So it says seven to eight years behind. Um, I was trying to see if we could tie in, you know, the 2012 date, but 2012 even passed when, uh, you know, it's passed for them too. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's interesting. It's a it's a cool thing to to kind of go back and forth on. They're they're also said to uh, actually have the Holy Grail. These these Coptic yeah, Christians. I mean, whether you believe in you know whatever, it's just one of those different rabbit holes that you can go down. But yeah, Ethiopia's a underrated subject to look into. Yeah, because, I mean, you think of it as just like a total shithole, you know? Yeah, me growing up, I thought all Ethiopians, I mean, I'm not even going to tell the joke that we we said in, in, in uh, <laughs> ele- say, oh boy. elementary school, because, I mean, it, it's it's racist as fuck, you know what I mean? But, you know, you always, you, you saw on TV, you thought they were the poorest people, they needed food, you know what I mean? It's- the the little, little kids with their uh, bloated little bellies, but they were like basically yeah, skin yeah. and bone, like, I mean... I mean, you don't see them that those commercials much anymore, but yeah, I, I think they were UNICEF commercials, you know, and all the flies landing on their faces and and what have you. And but I mean, that's that's what everybody always thought Ethiopia was. But I think it, I think there's much more to Ethiopia than than pe- I, pe- people. People want to dive into uh, you know the, the 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 box saga and what have you, like Andy does. Someone out there yeah. should dive into the to, to Ethiopia. I, I because I'm I I'm not good at doing research, but other people are, like yourself and and you know other podcasters. 
I can't. Uh, but I think I think he'd probably find some gems. Yeah, um, yeah, it's funny. I'm going out on a whim here and saying that there's more to Ethiopia than flies on the faces of bloated little kids. <laughs> um, I would agree with that. I think that that's probably true. But and and not to be confusing, but I, I mentioned the pirates. The pirates are Somalian, so you know, big difference. Yes, but um, I don't know, man. It's uh it does seem very interesting to look into there. Go ahead and play uh, whatever you'd like to play here. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into this because kind of like a history of kind of what we're kind of talking about a little bit Ethiopia the whole history of America is the history of rich white men telling not rich white people that their enemies are black and brown it starts in the colonies of what would become the United States let's remember during the colonial period mid 1600s there was no such thing as white people I know some people who are now called white find that shocking because they think whiteness is real but whiteness was created Europeans didn't call themselves white we didn't call ourselves white we weren't all members of one big happy family are you kidding have you studied the history of Europe the history of Europe was about killing each other that's what we did in Europe we just killed each other before we figured out there were other people to kill we just killed each other right I mean that was the history of Europe the English hated the Irish right northern Italians didn't even think that southern Italians were Italians the Germans hated everybody, and everybody hated their ass right back, right? There was no team called white, no race called white, but all of a sudden, in the middle of the 1600s, there was. Why? Why was it suddenly necessary to create this thing called the white race? Well, because rich people can count. That's why. And so rich folks looked around, the ones that owned all the land, you know, in the colonies, the colonial elite looked around and they realized something, that they were heavily outnumbered by African enslaved folks, by European indentured servants who were just one level above a slave, or other Europeans who weren't technically indentured servants, but they were still peasants, didn't have any money, didn't have any land, and they could do the math. They added it up, and they were like, damn, we got to figure out a way to split these folks apart from one another, or they're going to rise up and take our stuff, right? Because after a while, these black folks who were enslaved Africans and these quote-unquote white folks who were poor Europeans are going to figure out they're all getting played by these rich people. Right. So ultimately, the rich figure out they got to come up with some way to get somebody in that group on their team. The easiest thing is to get the poor Europeans. Right. Because at least they look like you. They sort of share some of the customs and the culture. So they all of a sudden create this thing called whiteness. And they say, now you're part of the club. Now we're going to let you testify in court, enter into contracts, vote, at least if you're a man, own a little bit of land, at least if you're a man. Right. And we're going to get rid of indentured servitude. No more of that because you're too good for that. And. We're going to take the white men, now called white men, and put them on the slave patrol to keep black people in line. Give them a horse and a gun and a badge and make them feel big and powerful, right? They're still poor. They still don't have anything. They didn't pay the slave patrol well, right? Just exploited them, used them as a buffer between the elite and the other poor folks, particularly poor folks of color. And pretty soon, the rebellions that occasionally happened where black and white got together to overthrow the elite, those stopped, because the divide and conquer had begun to work, right? You could turn people against each other by telling those poor white folks they got to keep these black people in line. And so that divide and conquer gets initiated in the colonies, rich white men telling not rich white people that their enemies are black and brown. Yeah, 
he's spot on. It's yeah. good. He says right. Does he get a dollar every time he says right? I, I don't know. Uh, I can't hold it against him because I know when, when I first started podcasting, I, I, it's kind of like you touching your nose. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have certain certain fallbacks where you, you, right. just, you just go right. to. But um, I, I came across that. It's, it's the, the ghetto activist. And uh, he makes so much sense. And the only thing, and it sucks, I I wish it was a black guy saying that. You know what I mean? Because I think the message would go further. um, Because most people see, oh, it's just a white guy saying all this. But he speaks truth. He drops some hammers. And it's true. If we all just stopped fighting with each other and didn't fucking care about left and right... We could take. We could have a, a great country again, and and that doesn't just go for the United States. That goes for every country around or across the world. Yeah, I mean, uh, I actually disagree with you. I think the fact that he is white, I think, makes it uh, makes it kind of more not more relevant or anything, but it's just it. it, it you know, this is a guy that would supposedly be part of the system, according to minorities. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, that's just the way I would see it. Where, you know, if you had a, a black guy up there talking, saying that same thing, it might sound like he's just complaining that he's not white and rich. You know, mm-hmm. um, maybe. I don't know. It, obviously, I, I was kind of taking it from from a, a standpoint of, you know, uh, he's up there. You know, given given the real history. Um, the minorities probably oh it's just another elite white guy you know he's part of the system like you're saying if it if it was a black guy or a brown guy or whatever i think maybe the message would go a little bit further because most people don't expect that um ethnicity to quote unquote be as smart you know because joe says poor kids are just as bright as white kids you know what i mean right yeah yeah I mean, I don't know. It's kind of one of those just random little things there. Um, okay, now check this out. This is pretty cool. Little uh, little retro. Actually, you know what? Let's do this. This is and and people were kind of hating on this post. Whoops. People were kind of hating on this post because uh, they're saying, "Oh, this is a bullshit theory." But this really? is like old ancient technology. Okay. Um. So, what's that? No, I said okay. Yeah, yeah. Check this shit out here. Mm. No one talking, so I can just mute it. Yeah. But yeah. this is a laser engraving. I think Matthew sent this. Was it Matthew or Tyson? It might have been. I think it was Matthew because I seen this today and I was just like, holy shit, this laser is just like completely engraving this intricate artwork into stone. And then it goes into these stone cathedrals. And, you know, like, and it kind of goes back to that. Well, maybe alien spacecraft with their lasers. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Could could fucking, you know, cut this stone and, and move it. It's just crazy looking. And it was actually the guy that sent this to me was uh, Steven. Uh, you know, I don't get oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. his name's out unless uh, shows. Yeah. 
Sorry. I mean, look at that though. Mm-hmm. That what? No, you're right. It was Steven. Um, it's just interesting, man. It's interesting to think that maybe they did have this kind of technology and and we just don't know about it. Now, again, there's people here that are talking shit. Don't believe this stupid theory. We make temples even today. Um, do we? Do we? Uh, do we really? Uh, well, he's saying check out this. Um, Niagara, Niagara. I don't even know if that's a fucking thing. Let's see what this jackass is talking about. Because, I mean. Yeah, copy and paste. It doesn't matter if we make temples. Yeah. They're not made out of stone anymore. And, and you say you wouldn't paste this into a search? No, I said copy and paste it and put it in, in, in the search and let's see what oh, yeah. uh, this dumb motherfucker's talking about because, yeah, okay, you make temples, but they're out of steel and wood now. They're they're not carved out of stone. They're not, you know, and, and I came across a, uh, a post today talking about, and, and, and I don't know why I never thought of this before because Matt's covered the, the, the World's Fair's extensively a lot of the world's fair buildings were going up during the great depression if we if we didn't have this money how are they building all this elaborate fucking buildings they were probably using it to do that shit instead of fucking sharing the wealth yeah true you know um but yeah this is the wikipedia page on this thing i don't i'm not seeing when it was constructed oh 2005 um so yeah, I mean, of course we can build new temples, but that how does that like what does that have to do at all with old shit? You right. know, new building these new things that doesn't cancel out the the possibility that maybe this technology was around back then too. So, and, and I'm pretty know, sure angle. Pretty sure in 2005 we had laser engraving technology. Um but when these temples <laughs> temples um from like I don't know, 300 BC we're told they had what primitive tools copper maybe iron you know what i mean like get the fuck out of here right yeah that's what i'm saying man it just uh, it's a weird angle that dude's taking there and when i see those pages i'm like this dude's like a fucking controlled op but i don't know at the same time there's people that just get very angry for some reason with uh different theories that get thrown around so weird I have a nice giving cons- off that little big energy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, some people have to flex any way they can, right? I guess I fucking guess. Okay, now check this out. This is uh, this is fun. This isn't necessarily news, okay? But this is pretty cool. Kind of leads into the paranormal episode that I want to do soon. Good, because people are starting to send a lot of stuff. One of the craziest videos Fuck. you've seen. Awesome. This witness received an inheritance from his grandmother. And as he's going through the box, it becomes unbelievable and even more unbelievable. So many questions arise. Either his grandmother was a witch or he's from a family of hunters. Take a look at this video and tell me what you think. My grandma was from Ireland. And this is the box. You left me. Stuff you get left by your grandma. Not sure where that came from. Anyway. The mummified leprechaun.
It was some weird stuff. Dude, if I got this shit from a dead grandma... I've never seen anything like this before in my life. I'm assuming I'm cursed now. Mm-hmm. And look at that, man. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Videos you see today. Yeah, nuts, dude. I thought that was really cool stuff, but... Um, yeah, well, I mean, would you even take that stuff? I wouldn't touch it, man. I mean, a okay, it shows up. All right, my 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 grandma sends me a box. She wants me to have it. Now, looking through it, I wouldn't be touching the mummified motherfuckers because a everybody knows ghosts hates fucking midgets, and these are fucking tinier than midgets, and leprechauns can fucking fuck you up, and sprites and fairies and all the fey folk. If you believe in all that. Uh, we'll put a curse on you. So it's like, man, but I see, cause that, but then the other part of me is like, well, what if I do come from a line of, of hunters of, you know, the paranormal and, and, you know, vampires or whatever, you know, kind of like how, how you saw certain characters on the vampire diaries or supernatural, you know, the two, two brothers going after, you know, evil. Cause they're, you know, they're the hunters or the chosen ones, you know, and you're like, yeah, I want to be like that. So I don't know, like part of me would be like, yeah, I'm going to dig into it. But then there's a big part of me that's going to be like, uh, uh-uh, no, bad juju, bad fucking juju. Uh-uh, nope. Well, yeah, because I mean, if you don't know what you're doing with that kind of stuff, and if you were to believe in like curses and shit like that, which I kind of do, I don't know. Like, I, I believe that like someone could have like a dark cloud over them, you know, like and not necessarily a hex, maybe. Well, you believe in uh, La Llorona, don't you? Uh, no, no. Not really. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know the story enough to to know. Sorry, everything I, there. But I just assumed your Mexican heritage. You you did. That was wrong of me. Yeah, I'm only twenty five percent Mexican. It's not like I'm full Mexican. I don't even know Spanish. Well, that's twenty five percent more than me. So to me, you're yeah, like huh? you're like Mexican. Sure. I mean, <laughs> I do like tacos. Yeah. Spe- speaking of which, the. That 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 video that I sent you with the Mexican dude and the white dude that work together and it makes them try different yeah, yeah. food. I wouldn't try it. I wouldn't eat a pickles, a pickled pig's foot ever. I didn't. I, and like you said, I I thought it was a black black culture thing. Um, but there's so many other funny fucking videos that he makes him try. And the, and the white dude's just like, no, nah, man, he's like always so scared to eat his food. And I'm just like, why the fuck are you so scared? Like most of the shit that they fucking make is fucking bomb. Like you, you, you there might be some weird things like, okay, Menudo has what cow stomach in it. That, but I mean, people eat tripe all over the place. Yeah. Um, so it's just like it, they're fucking hilarious. You know what I mean? He's just like, oh, no, what you bring me? And then anytime the white dude brings something, he's like, here, here's something from my heritage. It's a gas station fucking uh, sandwich or <laughs> sandwich. yeah, like something so fucking white trash. But yeah, dude, no, for, um, that that is disgusting. I've never seen like i've never heard of a, a pig's foot or pig, you know pickled pig's feet being a mexican dish Mm-mm. i do know that you know a lot of mexicans will eat a lot of different shit because you know a lot there's poor ones obviously right just like there is everywhere else but um the the dog taco thing is weird that's wild to me it's like dog food that they put in tacos and they're insanely cheap Piero, that- what's fucked up is they're good and then you find out what it is and it's like 
They're pure. I mean, I still gag when I think about it. Piro. Piro de tacos de perro. Tacos de perro. That's that's what it was. I remember you you saying that, man, oh, a couple of years back, and I was just like, oh fuck, really? Dog food? Yeah. I mean, it's nuts. You can get you know like five of them for a dollar, but it's like it makes sense why. And I was just wondering, I'm like, why are you guys eating this if you know what it is? You know, and then I've also heard stories of like construction crews like opening up. It makes me gag, dude. It makes me like get so grossed out. But like they'll open up like a can of like Al- Alpo and put it on like tortillas. Oh, dude, I can't. Even, I can't even talk about it, man. I have the worst gag reflex. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. My eyes are watering. Yeah, I, I can't tell. talk. About you're it, like, like, I can tell your ja- your your mouth is kind of getting watery. You're like, <laughs> yeah, not in a good way. Mm-mm. Yeah, dude, it's uh, it's nasty, man. I don't know why you know. You, uh, <laughs> I don't know why you would eat that stuff, knowing. Well, it, it, that kind of takes me back to a conversation that I had with with Rory the other day because I was like, "Yeah, I can't wait." Here in a couple weeks, you know, I'm going to make some corned beef and, and cabbage and what have you. And he's like, "Oh, that stuff yeah. makes me gag." And I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "My mom made that when I was little, and I remember her opening the cans." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't eat fucking corned beef out of a fucking can." And that's coming from a guy that likes Vienna sausages, okay? I ain't even fucking touching it. Cat food. Yeah. It's bad. I said, you got to get it because a corned beef is just brisket. It's just, it it's broiled uh, in, and steamed in water and, and pickling spices. And the only difference between that is, and pastrami is the, the other side of the brisket is just heavily peppered and smoked. And he's like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, don't, don't eat it. Out of, don't. Dude, the can? No, no, no. That's no bueno. Mm-mm. Uh, and that's like the hash, right? Corn yeah, beef hash. corned beef hash. Yeah, it's. It, oh, I uh, think the, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people use the can for that shit. I don't know, man. Um, for for St. Patrick's Day, I think I'm going to do Rubens with corned beef. Like that, I was telling you, that does sound good. Yeah, man, I love a good Reuben. Now you're going to do? Uh, <laughs> are you going to do the corned beef and then slice it kind of somewhat thick? And put oh, yeah. layer, coarsely, layer on there? Coarsely cut. Nice. Yeah, man. And then, uh, dude, what's funny, man, because you like Rubens too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we were out. I forget where we were, but I was hanging out with, like, my cousin's friends, one of my older cousin's friends. And um, we were eating somewhere, like, at a bar, and I ordered a Reuben. And one of his, like, uh, girlfriends, female friends, was like, what are you, an old Jewish guy eating a Reuben? You know what I mean? It's like Reuben's are fire. I don't. I didn't realize that it was like an old Jewish thing. I didn't either. I didn't know Reuben, a Reuben sandwich. Bomb. Is Reuben well, a sandwich? I mean, the Jewish deli's in New York. Yeah, but I. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm confused. I. I didn't think that they ate pickled sour or yeah, pickled sauerkraut and and roast beef and and shit like that. Like like a part uh, of a tradition, you know. There's, well, yeah, but you can do uh, kosher pickled shit. Well, yeah, yeah. I I just never associated a Reuben sandwich with the Jewish culture, if that makes sense. Right, and then especially with sauerkraut because that's German. Yeah, and we know that the Germans and the Jews don't really get along. Correct. So I don't know. I I I didn't get it. I thought it was just funny (laughs) because you know (laughs) I'm like 12 years old ordering a Reuben, and apparently it's an old man sandwich. I don't know. I have uh, a uh, a fun clip on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Oh boy! I thought we were done with them. 
Well, sure. this will be the last last one we play, and they those two can go fuck off. And this comes from a really uh, attractive former UFC fighter. There better not be a guy. Nope. I see a guy right now. It's not. Can you take 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 one guess at a former UFC fighter that was actually attractive? Um, I know it's not Ronda Rousey in your in your head. Uh-uh. Um, I, I her name's on the tip of my tongue. Is it that like uh, she looks kind of Latina or Italian or something? Mm, kinda. Did she work with Ben Shapiro? I don't think so. I I think I know who you're talking about. I just can't remember her name. Let's see. All right, let's get into it. I have a theory. Okay. About- the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift situation. Like, let me give you my reason. Okay. So I was on Dancing with the Stars, right? I was back when I was 21, 22. I was living in LA. Yeah. At the time, I had hired a publicist. Um, that was just kind of what you did. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Everybody in LA has yeah. a publicist, and a publicist's job is to make you more famous, to get you in magazines, TV shows, news articles, um, whatever, what have you. They yeah. they get you interviews, this and that. So at one point, my publicist calls me and said, hey, we got a call from this NFL player's publicist. Ooh, I, I, I know will, who this is. You do know, yeah. but I won't say. Don't say. That's not the story here. Yep, 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 so, yep. But I just want everyone to know I know who it is. Yes. Anyways. And I'm quite proud of if, myself. If I had said the full story, <laughs> it would be a, a headline, but I'm not going to. So well, I'm quite proud of myself, <laughs> but okay. Because I started dating you right after. Go ahead. Yeah. I digress. Yeah. You digress. So uh, my publicist calls me and said, hey, this NFL player is interested in doing a dinner with you. Would you ever want to go on a date with him? Yeah. And at the time, I was like 21, 22. And I was like, screw it. Whatever. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I agree because I, I am on Dancing with the Stars. I am trying to be more... I guess, quote unquote, famous. I'm trying to become more successful. And of course, yeah. they, they recommended that I go on the date. They rec- they're like, all right, we'll have paparazzi standing by. So they plan where the paparazzi is going to be. They yeah. plan, we're going to get a picture of you guys doing this at dinner. Maybe you'll hold hands in this, in this spot. They like plan where you're going to do everything. Yeah. I agree to it, whatever. Get the NFL player's number. We're texting. He plans to pick me up at my um, apartment that I'm mm-hmm. staying in. And uh, the date comes. He shows up, calls me, calls me, calls me, and I pretended not to be home because <laughs> I just was like, I, I don't, I don't want to. I chickened out. This is boosting my ego yes. even more. Anyways, okay. He showed up at my apartment, and I stood him up and oh, pretended boy. not to be home. I was never stood up, by the way. You were never stood up. <laughs> the point of this being yes. why okay. this applies. Yeah, let's get to the point. Yeah. I think that the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey love story, yeah. I believe it is 100% fake. Oh. I truly believe it is publicity to... The Swifties to, are going like, to be after you. Come for me, Swifties. Swifties Everybody, you know what? Them. I have UFC fans coming for me. I think I can handle the Swifties. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. I, which, no, I think there's going to be Swifties who don't believe she's too good for Travis Kelsey. Anyway, uh, that's true, too. Yeah. Whatever side you fall on, yeah. I believe it is 100% fake. It is publicity. It is, one, it's huge for the NFL. Yeah. Whether you think so or not, because yes, the NFL is big. Yeah. 
Taylor Swift is huge. And now she's getting an entirely different demographic to come watch the NFL. Yeah. That never was interested in it before. Yeah. Think of the think of the wives that are buying Travis Kelsey jerseys now or Swifty jerseys for Taylor Swift. And I it's a huge publicity play on both fronts. It's good for Taylor Swift. It's good for the NFL. It's good for Travis Kelsey. I will I will say this, and I, I had a different I You I have didn't a different think, perspective. I, I thought but. it I I thought it was real, but the more we kind of talk about it, you know, he did not to get political because I don't want to talk about that shit. But he did this season come out with the the vaccine commercial. Yes, it is kind of like yeah. There, There's there are so some... much strategic stuff that's happening. Yeah. Then um, I see. I see. I let get me it. tell you more. You are you are a conspiracy theorist a oh, little 100%. bit, way more than I am. But... I, it's not a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, if everything I, I say is true. Yeah, I, I get it. I get so, it. So another reason. So yeah. the end of, so Taylor Swift had. Um, I know this just a. a it was a big news story because her old manager owned the rights to a lot of her albums. Yeah. So she then made Taylor's version, which means she wanted all of her fans to only listen to Taylor's version because she owns that version and her yeah. prior manager didn't get any income from it. She got the income from Taylor's version of her albums, which she owned. Yeah. The moment Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift started dating, the NFL changed their bio to Taylor's version. Oh. So are you trying to say that Taylor Swift owns part of the NFL? Or like, it's just, it's just interesting. I believe it's publicity. Every single game, it just seems so fake to me and so phony. Yeah. Because (laughs) then they'll flash to like the cameras, right? Yeah. And it'll be so planned all of a sudden, right when the cameras are on Taylor Swift, she's doing a secret handshake with Travis Kelsey's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes' wife and brother. Yeah. They're doing this like secret coordinated handshake right when the cameras pan on them. It's like, yeah, okay. I, I get it. How old are you when you're doing a corny fucking handshake? Like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Anyways, I believe it is a hundred percent publicity. I think the relationship will die when I don't know. I, I, maybe the NFL scripted, and then Patrick Mahomes or no Travis Kelsey's team is going to win the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift is going to make a surprise halftime appearance. It'll be perfect for oh, Swifties boy. and for the NFL. These are my predictions based on my conspiracy theory. She seems cool, man. She's not very good at fighting, but um, no. if you're hot like that, you're not really going to be that good. And her boyfriend's a fighter as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I did not realize you were talking about Paige Van Zandt, who has also fought in the BKFC twice, by the way. Oh, no shit. I I never got to see her fight in the UFC. I just knew she was a, a former UFC. Uh, maybe I saw one or two highlights. Um, but she was like the only girl fighter that actually looked like a fucking girl. And, and when I and I don't want to say a woman, a like a girl, like you know, you have girl qualities. You know, Ronda Rousey has what she's she's a woman, but she doesn't have girl qualities. She she's a mongoloid. Like she's she's not cute. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but you know, it. I came across it. I, I thought it was kind of fascinating. I don't know who her boyfriend is, but you know, obviously that was kind of before um, the, the Super Bowl. However. What she lays out about the paparazzi always being staged in certain spots, and they tell you, okay, hold hands here, do this here, do that. It all makes sense. 
if you look back and look at any video clip of their interactions, Taylor's interactions, and what I mean, it's like, get the fuck out of here. You're just trying to, like everybody said, you're just trying to get new audience members. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, we'll end uh, in a little bit when we when we end up ending. We'll uh, we'll go through a feel good story of some uh, very attractive UFC fighters. Okay, because there's a lot now. There's a lot that are very very easy on the eyes, and they're actually decent fighters too. A lot of them. So hmm. we'll go through that. It's a feel good story. I found this one thirty thirty hottest UFC female fighters. <laughs> I, There's I have a couple a, on here that I, I I have a little bite uh Biden Trump. It's only like nineteen seconds long. Him blaming Trump on, on, on you'll just have to watch it. it. Apparently these wars that we're we're seeing is Trump's fault because he, he started them. The world has changed did, because yeah, of what I've Trump has done. Man. And the American people, including independents and some Republicans, know how bad he is, know how much he's misrepresented, know how he's getting close to getting us in a war. I said, as the walls close in on this man, I'm worried he's going to get us to war in Iran. Unfortunately, I may have been right. Uh, really? Because yeah, he's also blaming them for the border he's blaming MAGA people for the border too well does isn't that like the because uh, we we try to go down the center but like if you look back every democratic president you know for for eight years everything was Bush's fault even though Obama didn't really accomplish anything and then now right Trump I mean the economy was fucking roaring and ripping we didn't get into any wars. Uh, the peace negotiations, historic peace negotiations between North and South fucking Korea, like going to the demilitarized zone and, and crossing and shaking fucking hands, historic. Never happened. And then you're going to blame him for, for starting wars? Because it's funny, you took office and within, what was it, two, maybe three, I don't even know if it was two two months. Next thing you know, Russia's invite, uh, invading Ukraine. We got to send all this money to Ukraine, and I remember everybody talking about it on, on our podcast and what have you. And I was just like, "Ah, it's going to be over in like a couple months. This is this is bullshit." And now here we are, three years later, and then all of a sudden, oh, uh, the Israel and Palestine—they're trying to make him look like a great war president to get reelected. However. You need to go to Congress to declare war, so these aren't our wars. And a lot of what you're doing, eh, you're you're really teetering the line of 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 your your strikes and these supposed three military members that had died in a strike. I don't know if I fully buy that there really were three military members. I, I, I I'm a vet. It's hard for me to say this, but I, 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 I think they kind of they might have made it up. They might have made it up just to make him look good. There was nobody killed. They just made kind of like that uh, website that you showed. Oh man, a year or so ago, where it generates people's faces. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It, you could do that easily now. So I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's fucking retarded. 
It's called uh, This Person Does Not Exist. Yes. Someone shared that uh, website with me, too. I did not discover it. But, yeah, someone built that site to show the dangers of AI. And it's like, well, you just kind of did it right here. So why are you putting that out there? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, man, pretty pretty wild shit. Um, I don't know if I really have any more clips. Um, I've got some funny ones. Well, but, um, let me play... One borderline is funny, and then the other one is just like uh, kind of funny in a retarded kind of way, but it, it has to do with central Pennsylvania. But I'll play that one last. Cool. I'll, I'll lead with this one. Now we go to Tennessee where people are warning people who live in the area who do meth. <laughs> this is really weird. Never thought I'd say this. So they're warning people who live in the area in Tennessee not to dump their meth in the toilet. And you're not going to believe why. Are you ready? Here's what police are saying in their official Facebook page. Please don't flush your drugs. Our sewer guys take great pride in keeping the water in our creek clean. And they're also saying the alligators in the creek are being affected. That they're being turned into what authorities there are calling meth gators. Fuck that. Here's Trinity Chavez. Law enforcement in Tennessee are warning residents of so-called meth gators. This after police found a man unsuccessfully trying to flush meth down the toilet, as well as other drug paraphernalia. According to the Loretto Police Department, a man was arrested for drug possession, for resale drugs, paraphernalia possession, and tampering with evidence. The department said that improper disposal of substances, including meth and prescription drugs, could allow the substances to get into nearby creeks and waterways where it can contaminate drinking water consumed by wildlife in the area. The department said in a Facebook post, ducks, geese, and other fowl frequent our treatment ponds, and we shudder to think what one all hyped up on meth would do. Furthermore, if it made it far enough, we could create meth gators in Shout Creek and the Tennessee River down in North Alabama. They've had enough messed up animals the past few weeks without our help. So if you need to dispose of your drugs, just give us a call and we will make sure they are disposed of in the proper way. However, Kent Vleet, an alligator biologist at the University of Florida, told NBC News he's never heard of an alligator on meth. He said, I've worked with alligators for 40 years, and I generally can answer any questions someone gives me about them. This one's throwing me for a loop. According to the report, Vleet, who is not a veterinarian, said in a study he participated in, in which gators were dosed with antibiotics, the animals had to be injected with the medication rather than orally fed the drug to see a sustained effect. He said, I would guess they might be affected by it, but they tend to not react to drugs in the same way we do. And I don't know if it would take a little or a lot to get an alligator to do something on meth. I think it's a ridiculous notion. (laughs) If you flush meth, it's going to be diluted. Now law enforcement says that if you need to dispose of any medications, they can be disposed of at City Hall in a designated disposal container. Reporting in New York, Trinity Chavez, RT. These cops just want free meth. (laughs) Yeah, that's all they want. Turn it into us, please. Uh, We need to we need to stay awake on on our on our patrols at night. (laughs) I've seen a lot a lot of animals all messed up. (laughs) I mean, you know, a a Florida cop is still a Florida man, yeah, or Florida woman in some cases, and they like meth in Florida. (laughs) Yes. Oh man, maybe I found that a little too funny, but yeah, it's like. No, it's great. 
And it's a news story. Yeah. You know, it fits right in. A lot you of know, our funny clips aren't news stories. You know, like here uh, in central Pennsylvania, okay, say I was a meth head and, oh, my God, the cops are here. I'm flushing it down the toilet, goes into the sewer system. Does that make all my fish in the stream and, and rivers all, all meth heads? I never heard of it. Never really heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I would tend to listen to the guy that's worked with alligators for forty years. Yeah, I mean, that's a long time to work with, with with alligators. But dude, the idea, I mean, that's like cocaine bear, but it's scarier, dude. Yeah. Alligators are apex freaking predators, man. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen that show Archer. Have you seen Archer? No, I have not. It's a great show, but um, he's only afraid of two things: it's brain aneurysms and crocodiles. No and shit. they're like, why are you afraid of crocodiles? And he's like, they're the apex predator. <laughs> he's just like straight up. And, he's, and then they, you know, obviously ask him why he's afraid of uh, brain aneurysms. And he's like, well, they can happen to you anytime. And like, really, if you think about it, it <laughs> is kind of scary. Yeah. But supposedly, dude, a brain aneurysm is like the best way to die. Mm. It's supposedly. Sudden. I've heard. And you, you feel no pain. Like a heart attack, there's a little bit of panic and fear and like, you know, hurts. But yeah, brain aneurysm, you're just talking that you're just dead, you know? So, uh, yeah, I mean, it might not be that bad of a way to go, really. True. Um, I will say a croc, a, I would be, now I'm afraid of both, okay? Now, we don't have them here in, in, in Pennsylvania. You don't have them there in Arizona. But I think I would be a little bit more afraid of a croc versus an alligator. Because crocodiles just seem more angry. Yeah, I, that little that little uh, tagline that they had there, Crocs on Rocks, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's from Central Pennsylvania, where we're going to find out what Central Pennsylvania people like to do. And in this town is the home of the Little League World Series, okay? This is only not even an hour away from where I live, like, like to go to Williamsport, Pennsylvania is just like going to your next town. My name is Teresa. I'm 44 years old. I'm from Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and I'm addicted to smelling gasoline. <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, uh, the first thing I do is I roll over, sit up, and smell my gas bottle. Then I'll get up, take another sniff of the gasoline. <laughs> And then I'll come downstairs, and a couple minutes later, I'll take another sniff of it. Now she stashes four water bottles filled with gasoline throughout the house for easy access. No matter where I'm at, I have a bottle with me. I keep it either in my purse or in my jacket pocket. When I eat, it's sitting right there at the kitchen table in case I get that urge. Um, wait a minute. The first thing that hits me is the smell of gas. It smells like you're walking into a garage. And then we're smelling gas while you're cooking. And your point is, you don't like it, go upstairs. When Teresa doesn't have gasoline, watch out. Oh, she does get very angry. Yeah, what I do wouldn't. you think it's going to your health? <laughs> what do you think I, I, it's going to your brain? Or... I don't know. I can't answer that. But I'm not going to sit here and have you throw it in my face when, you know... You, not throwing it in your face. I'm just saying, wait, you've been saying that for years, but you're still smelling gas. Teresa doesn't work and is supported by her boyfriend. She spends almost $400 a month on her addiction. Me and Frank fight over it. You know, take the last couple dollars we have just to go get the gasoline can filled because I have to have my gasoline to snap. 
God, like, what that the lady looks exactly fuck? how you would imagine to. Yeah, like all I have to say is what the fuck. Like, and how is it going in water bottles? Because it takes a certain plastic and PVC to hold gasoline without it fucking basically eating through it. Kind of strange. <laughs> and and I, yeah, like I said, she looks exactly <laughs> like you would think. You want to come out to the Little League World Series next year and huff some gas? No, I'm good. I will leave that to uh, to you folks out there. Um, I'm trying to, and some of these are good. I'll show you what I have here. All right. Um, but first, the meme of the day. I mean, this is it right here, dude. Check this out. <laughs> you see that? I can't read it. It's George Bush when he's being, uh, you know, told to. Uh, can you read oh, that now? Another another plane incoming, sir. <laughs> what, what is and he he's feeding him like some yogurt on a spoon? <laughs> I was gonna say, um, what the fuck is he feeding him? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just so funny. I saw that and I just died laughing, man. Another plane incoming, sir. It's when Bush. You know, uh, people might not remember, but when Bush was in front of those kids reading "My Pet Goat." Yeah. Um, and, you know, this guy goes in, just tells him that the planes hit the freaking World Trade Center, and then he just pauses for a second and goes right back to reading. Um, pretty good. But I was trying to get these. I think this would be a great shirt. Um, I just can't really quite get it. AI shit is really hard to do. Um, this is what it gave us with a crocodile with a crack pipe. There's not really a crack pipe in here. Um, but it's cool, you know, not not bad. This just looks like a cracked out gator. Um, we've got one. This is wild. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. With the two mouths. Let this me... was the best one, but it's a cigarette. I do like that. So. I do like that. Let me see if I can um, bring something up too. Keep going. Well, that was it. I just think that uh, it'd be a good t-shirt. We need some cunt merch. You know, we do. If we had an alligator stalking a crack pipe, I think that'd be great. I'm gonna see if I can get one addicted to meth. Oh, do you have an AIR generator? I do. Yeah, for some reason, like I'm not good at doing the. Uh, I'm not good at doing the, like prompts. You know, Thomas is really good at that stuff. Oh yeah, American, but... uh, I can send you some pictures. Um. The naked ones. Ugh. I'm good. I think I, I saw a couple of them in the chair. Yeah, I don't know how he. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's got a really good imagination. <laughs> too good. I, some of the. Uh, I think that he he's got to pay for something. He's got to pay for like a top top of the line AIR generating thing, and then he's gotten the prompts down, like the the shit to text or the you know the stuff to enter in the the fields mm-hmm. but uh yeah i always just get some bullshit like i i've tried to mess with it and it just doesn't work all right let me see what i let me see what i can come up with here on on the fly okay and uh okay. let's try that let's see what you got is it up yet or no uh it's working on it well, maybe in the meantime, we can uh, go through this. Uh, I can show you the 
most attractive female fighters. This isn't my list, okay? But uh, I could make a list All right. for sure. Some Let's of these it. girls would not be on here. So Paige Van Zandt's kind of the poster child of hot UFC uh, women. She is on here looking good there. Um, Amanda Hebos. Everyone likes this girl. She's in the UFC. Decent Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. Okay. Um, she's more cute. She's very cute. Uh, we also have Michelle Watterson Gomez, the karate hottie, as she's called. <laughs> uh, big fan of her and her work. Uh, um, Joanna and Jacek, I can't even really pronounce her name, but she's not that hot, I don't think. Uh, kind of an average-looking individual. Mackenzie Dern, also, I don't think she's hot. She's got a great body. She got her ass beat last night. Um, Rachel Ostevich, this is my personal favorite one, and I've seen her boobs. So, uh, oh. big fan, huge fan of her. So, uh, like her work. Misha Tate, Dana White loves her. I wonder why, you know. Um, yeah, man, good list. Tracy Cortez out of Arizona here. Very hot as well. Um, yeah, man, just a good list here. She's actually the champion in the strawweight division, Alexa Grasso. Pretty okay. attractive. But, yeah, man, I mean, uh, there's there's a lot these days. Jessica Eyes, all right, you know. Um, but, yeah, a lot of these girls are starting to get, like, OnlyFans and stuff, which is fun. I've got a friend in my Australian, uh, the guy that used to co-host with me on um, the MMA show that I do. He, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's got a f- that gets on all these or what, but he just sends me pictures of these girls constantly, dude. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> solid, solid friend there. But uh, yeah, man, good stuff. Some Absolutely. of these girls are talented in many ways. I, uh, yeah, I got through almost all my clips. I had one left, so I'm going to leave it in the queue, and maybe we'll play it next week or later on in the week. But uh, people keep sending the uh, the paranormal stuff because. I think we're going to break down a good episode on that. But yeah, should we maybe try and do it next week? Yeah, we can. Let's do a, a full paranormal. Paranormal. I can never say that word ever. Even when I'm completely 100% sober, waking up for the first time in the morning, middle of the day, end of the day, paranormal. I have to really think about it because it always comes out paranormal. Paranormal. <laughs> Rolling your like you're having a stroke while you're yeah, yeah. But uh I, <laughs> I say we get into this. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a Dude, that's not a that's not a uh song that's trademarked or anything, right? I thought you checked. Yep. And that sounds like shit for some reason every time you click it. Uh, at least on this. I know the audio sounds better, but for the video audio it's not very good. That's weird. Yeah. Very weird. Wasn't supposed to be trademarked. Hunt of the week, huh? Well, I mean, we mentioned Biden. I think that's an easy, low-hanging fruit there. I I haven't really put too much thought into Hunt of the Week. We kind of had a a higher, uh, more positive episode in this one. Lots of weird stuff, lots of fun stuff. Not too political. I'll say Joe Biden. All right. You know what? I... Because of the episode and, and, and the direction that we took it, I'm going to double up on Joe Biden. You could also say the Border Patrol and the the elites that are trying to divide the people by race. Could do that. Right? I could do that. But I'm sticking to my guns. 
The left and right lip are sticking together. We're closed tight on Joe Biden being the cunt of the week. Um, what a cunt he is. Let everybody know what we are. We'll lip above, and we're going to remain that way. Um, you know, we, we try to put in the good work over here and, um, <laughs> you know, just get things moving. So hopefully you guys enjoy the show. Um, sometimes we're unorganized. Sometimes we're very organized, you know, but it's it's meant to be a fun kind of chill, easy listening show. So hopefully you like it. Anything on the soap end that you want to add? No, we're good. We're stocked up. Um, yeah, I sent out quite a few packages last week. People seem to like the new scents. And, um, yeah, it's a fun thing to do. So I'm, I'm happy that people enjoy that for sure. Absolutely. Uh, shout out to Fox from uh, the Conspiracy Soldiers. Uh, messaged me yesterday. Uh, we're recording a few days ago when you, you finally hear this. But uh, he, he bought uh, a set of soap, and he liked, loves them. Says they're bang up. They, loves them. So, awesome. Yeah, I, we've improved the packaging, and I think that they look awesome. So. Nice. That's all you, brother. I can't draw me. a stick figure. <laughs> I mean, I can draw a penis <laughs> and balls. <laughs> yeah, you're good at drawing those. Huh? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like that kid. Like the kid from Superbad. You got like a full file cabinet full of dicks in different scenarios. Hell yeah. Veiny, unveiny, snipped, unsnipped. Big, little. Yeah, big little. Fat round. I think you got to draw them snipped. When you draw them not snipped, no one knows what the hell that is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it looks like a looks like a weird snake. A little ant eater. Yeah. Little, little. yeah. Anyway, uh, guys, gals, everybody that's listening, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Conspiracy Underground News Team. Uh, if you want to get the uh, soap, Go to DangerousWorldPodcast.com. Again, DangerousWorldPodcast.com for the conspiracy-themed soap. Uh, we work hard at this. Ryan works a little bit harder than I do um, at, at, at the art and uh, packaging and putting it out. Uh, but that's by design because I'm a lazy, retarded piece of shit with small hands and I hate midgets. Um, having said all that, uh, also go to PurePetWellness.com for all your pet CBD needs Enter Ghost or DWP at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your entire order. That's DWP or Ghost at checkout at purepetwellness.com for all your pet CBD needs. And on that note, stuff. yes, great, great stuff. And on that note, you know what we'll do. We will always see you next Tuesday. Some of those that work forces 
draw the scene that broke crosses Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.